We're still covering the Kelsey Hightower Distinguished Gentleman Twitter space. And this question was more or less about how you balance being technical versus having influence and being involved in management. So you mentioned like the more senior that you become, the more that you step away from the keyboard. Like, have you balanced like your wanting to lead along with like your love for uh, being hands on with technology? Like, I think I'm like seven or so years into my career and it's a struggle. <laughs> like uh, both uh, like in like currently I'm a team lead um, and I find trying to focus on both the leadership along with wanting to uh, dive deep into uh, the technical aspects of, uh, of our tech stack. Uh, it just seems really, really difficult. Uh, so uh, curious to, to hear you know, your thoughts on that. Yeah, there's a woman named Camille, and she wrote a really good book about like the manager's path. And I think she's like a she's a super technical person. You know, the first time I was aware of her, I was watching her talk about systems on a YouTube video or something like that. But she's also like a legit manager and technical leader. And there's a lot that comes with that. And I think for me, um, if that's the job you have, then that is the trade-off you're making. It's supposed to be hard because you're supposed to be a manager and not all managers will have the luxury of diving deep into the details, right? But ideally, you know, there's a lot of things that have drawn you into management and it's okay to let go and go in that direction if that's what you really like. Because like I said, focus is about saying no to good opportunities too, right? It should be hard. So that's how I know you're probably thinking about this the right way. You're probably making the right decision, trade-offs included. Okay, but for me, when that pressure came, I decided to let go of one or the other. And so to stay on the technical track, and when I say moving from the keyboard, I remember when Go got released uh, before I joined, and I learned about Golang by watching the people who give a talk. I didn't look at their code first. I listened to them first, and they were not necessarily behind the keyboard when they were doing it. And so leadership sometimes requires you to back away from the keyboard and maybe pick up a phone or write a blog post. You have to now convince people why that technology to exist. If you want to build a community around that technology, it's even harder. And typically that means you have to be where the people are. And a lot of these things happen when you're away from the keyboard. Now, what happens when you don't understand that part? If you just want to sit behind the keyboard and nothing else, right? then people will tell you what to do, right? You don't want to go to the engineering meeting where people are deciding what to build, then you will build what they decide. If you don't want to go uh, to the thing where we teach support how this thing should work, then you're just going to be responding to tickets all the time. If you don't want to necessarily be the person that works around the clock, but you better teach other people how to do the job as well. And so a lot of times I think people end up playing hero ball and they're gonna be permanently stuck in the Superman suit. That's just not the career that I wanted. So to me, it's a balance. And honestly, I was so glad to spend some time in developer relations. The nice thing about developer relations in general, more have an element of developer relations in their job and they just don't know it. If you think about it, let's say you're a platform engineer or whatever y'all wanna call it. And your team is responsible for building the CICD system. And so you go and buy whatever, Jenkins, Azure DevOps, it just doesn't matter, you buy it. 
and you get it all set up, you step back as like, yo, we bought the thing, we installed the thing, and no one's using it. You now have a problem. Now, you could use your keyboard and, you know, I don't know, upgrade it to the latest version and hope they come. It don't work like that. You got to communicate. You got to go and show people what it is. So you could craft an email. We just bought Azure DevOps and you should use it. That's not going to go very far. You might actually have to show them what they can do with it. And a lot of times that becomes an element of your job. And so I think when we think about, you know, kind of being on that journey about technical, what you have to realize is that anybody that's going to be a sound engineer knows why they are building what they're building. They know when to not even break out the keyboard to begin with. Some of the best engineers I've ever seen and I've strived to become are the people who say, now that I understand what you're trying to do, there is nothing to build. Please go download X. It already does that. That's important. And that's a real skill. So don't be upset that you may have gotten a lot of those skills and now it's your time to lead. And honestly, maybe that's just what you're doing for this season. You might decide, you know what, I'm going to go to an IC role next time and focus on those skills. So maybe, and it's up to you, everybody's path is different. Maybe you say, hey, maybe I stop putting that much pressure on myself and double down on this management thing and see how far that goes. And when the time comes, I can make the switch again.